What's up, my podcast listeners? This is your host, Rafael Majeshevsky, and this is another edition of the Car Vlog Podcast. And today, we are going to talk about the benefit of being consistent at a low-end scale to a point where it almost is way too easy to be this consistent and almost seems counterproductive to your goals. And I'm gonna show you and tell you if you're listening um, why that is. So I've been a coach in this industry for 11 years now. It's a long fucking time. I've worked with a lot of clients in person and online and I've seen over my 11 years the characteristics of what makes a client uh, successful, not successful, and after a bunch of trial and error, I've figured out a way to ensure success for every single client as long as they um, trust the process. And that is, I think, 50% of the battle is that when a... uh, client signs up with any kind of coach and you know purchases whatever package of personal training sessions or in their head a certain amount of time they want to see a certain amount of result you know most of the time they either get frustrated at a point because every client will go through that they'll start their fitness journey they're super motivated that you know they're taking care of their health finally or you know this is the sixth time that they're jumping on the bandwagon of exercise and they hit that wall of motivation this happens to everyone like it literally happens to me there are days and weeks Like, there's months where I'm just like, I don't want to fucking go to the gym and work out. But when I start doing it, that shit just leaves me. And, you know, I'm happy that I completed the workout. Even if the workout ended up being like 25 minutes, right? It's better than nothing. But anyway, everyone hits this wall and they have two options. Either keep going, trust the process, or they decide to quit because it was easier to do that. And I think subconsciously people just feel like there's supposed to be some other answer out there for them. But going back to my original point, I ensure that every single client I get commits to a year with me. You know, um, I think at that point, when I'm up front and tell them, hey, we're only gonna, like, I'm only taking you on as a client if we can go for a year. And that right there, I think, sets me apart a lot because a lot of times trainers, especially new ones, are just there for the sale. They're like, fuck, if I can sell this person three days a week for whatever package, this is how much money I'm gonna make. but. Honestly, it's like, you're going to make money as a trainer regardless. The best way to you know, ensure that you have long-lasting clients is by implementing strategies where they're gonna be with you for a long time. And a lot of stuff that I do now, um, 
reflects that. I literally have several clients that have been with me for eight years. That's a long time, a long time. I, I think the shortest amount of time I had with a client where I literally like poured my heart and soul into has been probably two years. And usually those situations are like, they lost their job, they moved away, they went through a divorce, someone close to them died and it turned their entire world upside down and we just lost contact. Every other person has stuck with me. Or you know they moved and they're still training either on their own or I referred them to another you know client and uh, I'm not a client another um, trainer that is um, still training them but every single person I started with is start with one day a week every time I bring this up well before that is one year when they realize, oh shit, I need to be committed for a year to start training, that shifts their mindset to like, okay, this is gonna be a long-term thing, but I'm still excited. Because if I can capture that excitement from someone that's like, oh yeah, I, like, I wanna get training, I wanna like double down on that excitement and make that last. So if I tell the person we're gonna be committed to each other for a year, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, let's do it. Because there's no other time that someone's gonna to agree to training for a year. Like, fuck, I get annoyed where I have to sign a contract for my cell phone for fucking two years. Like, you, you know what I mean? So if I have someone excited to start implementing change in their life, I might as well commit them to a year. Um, from there, I also tell them, we're gonna do it one day a week. And they get so surprised that they're like, what, really? only one day a week, one hour a week, that's all I'm gonna get? I'm like, yeah. Like, it's almost like a insult to them. They're like, what, just a day? I wanna be training three to five days a week nonstop. But realistically, no one does that unless you're in the fitness industry or competing for a bodybuilding show or you're a fitness enthusiast that lives and breathes fitness. For the most part, general population people are not those people. So, I start with one day a week. It is so easy. It is so easy to attain that, especially if you are paying for sessions, you have an appointment every week, you're accountable to it, and then you know that if you don't show up, you get charged a no-show fee, or the trainer will contact you and be like, where the fuck are you? It's bulletproof. Now. If I take this client and get them doing one day a week with me for an entire year, that is 52 workouts a year, they will see success no matter what because they're consistent. Now, I'm gonna compare this, because I did the math earlier, to the average gym goer that does the kind of yo-yo up and down of commitments going to the gym as many times as possible. So for the sake of this argument, I went off of someone going to the gym three days a week and two days a week throughout the entire year to compare how many times they would be consistent over a span of a year compared to the person who comes only one day a week, 52 weeks of the year. I went through the calendar today and I'm like, okay, January, let's be real. They're gonna start with three days a week for the sake of this argument. 
they're probably going to keep that up for three weeks before they're like, you know what, fuck, this is a lot of time. Like, I have to drive to the gym. I have to drive back. I have to shower. A whole hour takes a lot of time. The gym's super busy. And then they stop. On average, every time I did this little exercise, I would count two to three weeks where people would stop. And then they would start again with another three days a week, stop, two to three weeks. And then when they came back again, um, they did two days a week. And then we hit like spring break, two weeks of off, maybe three weeks, even four weeks. And this, I'm basing this off of as well as my client's attendance. So because I use an app, uh, a training app for my clients, I can see the average attendance across the board. So I just picked up the data um, of all my clients and picked the ones that um, did three days a week and see how consistent they were, right? From um, my earlier years that I used this app where I was pushing for people to do you know, three days a week um, to see how consistent they actually were. And the percentage wasn't that great. And I looked at you know each month, which ones they were there the most, there they um, the ones that they weren't there for, and like summer is a write-off. Basically, from June to August, you're lucky to see people come in three days a week consistently throughout the summer. Same goes for Christmas. Same goes during the time for um, Thanksgiving and back to school. So when I started counting up that you know mock client that decided that hey this year 2021 is going to be my year for fitness and health i'm going to do three days a week or two days a week in the year off and on they averaged about 47 workouts like 47 workouts whereas the one day a week throughout the entire year is 52 workouts so even though people in their heads are like I'm gonna do three days a week and try to do that for the entire year there is a very high chance you won't be able to keep that up because let's be real we're all really fucking busy we're all dealing with bullshit because of COVID do you really think slapping on another three hours a week which is really probably five you can count travel time and um, showering and everything like that and getting ready for work or whatever you're doing it's probably not realistic. And the reason why a lot of people fail to keep that number up of three days a week is because like, if you're throwing in an extra five hours during your week, that's gonna interfere with a lot of stuff that you're doing, like a lot. And it's a lot easier to be like, you know what, I'm gonna skip the gym today and go next week. I'm gonna start on Monday. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll start fresh in the beginning of the month. You know what, in three months, work's gonna be less crazy, that's when I'm gonna start. That always happens. Whereas if I just take one hour, and realistically an hour and a half, with travel time and getting ready, whatever it is, um, per week from someone, that's manageable. People will carve that out, no problem. And then, this is the beauty of uh, being consistent with one day a week that I've seen, is that it's, they get uh, not addicted, but it almost becomes like a habit, right? So we're building a habit around exercise. It's like non-negotiable. It's like, you know, Monday at five o'clock is their time. Like they're always gonna go there. And after a while, they're like, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good. You know, this weekend, I'm gonna go on a hike with my kids. I'm gonna go 
on a bike ride. I'm going to go whatever. They become more aware that if they do more exercise, that not necessarily in the gym is going to make them feel better. So they end up realizing themselves the value of exercise and it just pushes them in the right direction. Like I almost consider myself as the first domino piece to success. And I've done this with every single client and they're all successful in their own way. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're shredded and they have a six pack, but they're strong. They don't have joint pain anymore. If they do injure themselves, they know what strategies to do to make sure that they heal properly and never miss a day. Like I probably have a 99% um, ratio of my clients showing up to every single one of their workouts. The only time that they can't come in is if something drastic happens. Like, fuck, I didn't sleep all night. I have to stay late at work. And even those workouts that they miss, they end up making it up the next uh, week with, um, they end up with two workouts that week, right? So it's really, really easy to be successful in 2021 when it comes to fitness and health. Just dedicate one day a week, non-negotiable. Right? I'm not saying like, you have to wait an entire year to make that happen, but you know, you could, after four months, realize, oh shit, this is actually really easy to um, maintain. Maybe I'm gonna do two weeks. Maybe it only takes three months to get to that point. You know, like Don't hold yourself back. So I'm gonna end it there, nice and simple. Keys to success for 2021. You guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, hit the show notes, add me on Facebook and Instagram. Um, what was I going to say? And review my podcast anywhere that you listen. Give me five stars on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. I think that's all the places that my podcast is on. But uh, that's it for me, you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. You guys are amazing. Until next time.